Hey guys, welcome back. We are here at another week of my podcast, Straightforward, and I hope that you have been enjoying it thus far. Um, I want to get straight to the point, and I want to introduce to you uh, my friend Jose, My actually my best friend Jose, he's from Virginia, and uh, we talk about something very strong, very, um, very relevant to um, everyday life, and that's our mental health, and kind of what we go through. Uh, in the process to finding ourselves, hence the title of this episode. And I just wanted to kind of do like a PSA to anybody, you know, if that may be a trigger to you, if if you're going through something deep and 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 you're listening to this, I don't want that to be a shock while while you're listening. So I want to be respectful of that. So um, yes, we talk about depression and anxiety and just going through really t- dark times in our lives. Um, but uh, we all we always kind of end. Um, on a good note and uh, and yeah but i just wanted to make that clear uh just before the conversation starts playing and uh, i want to thank you once again for being on here i appreciate you you guys have no idea so enjoy this conversation with my friend jose welcome jose (laughs) thank you (laughs) Okay, so because my podcast is called Straightforward, I'm going to be honest, we were just talking before we were recording, so I feel like we already kind of said the intro, but they don't know that. (laughs) They really don't. They really don't. So, everybody, this is my best friend, Jose, and he is all the way from Virginia. Huh? I said hi, guys. (laughs) Yes. I don't know who will be listening to this. Hopefully, at least one person. If not, but hey, I mean, we talk all the time, so it's not a big deal. Um, but, uh, uh, thank you for being on here. I really appreciate you taking the time, um, to, to talk about this subject. And, uh, but before that, I want to say a funny story on how I met him. And then I'll talk about what the subject is going to be, which you already know because it's in the title, but how I met Jose. So, um, what year was it though? It was like 2016. 2016? Yeah. Like Um, it was 2016. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was at our um, youth convention, right? Or just general? General. No, no whatever. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, point is, is that we were in Long Beach, California, and um, I think the convention was over. And I, uh, my, our, our mutual friend Eddie, he was like, "Come join me and some friends um, in downtown Disney." I was like, "All right, all right, cool, cool." So I go and um, I meet uh jose and like a bunch of other people from these coasts which are amazing people by the way they're really cool um <laughs> so shout out to everybody in the east coast new york virginia Phil- uh, philadelphia i don't know who else just everybody in the east coast shout out um but um i he claims that i was just being mean to him and i was just roasting him but i think from my perspective i felt comfortable enough to be roasting him <laughs> um it might be different even though I didn't know you at all, I already felt this kind of like I known you forever type thing, or or maybe not even that because we didn't become friends till like after. Um, so I met him there, and then he probably thought I was like really mean and stuff, which is totally fine. It's I fine because look at us now, it's fine. I mean, I thought you were weird, so it's okay. <laughs> no, but um, and then over time we just kind of uh, kept in contact, and then at one point we we're just talking every day, and uh, boom, here we are, 2020. So. Pretty much. And a lot of stuff have has happened throughout those years, right? <laughs> with me, with you, with our personal lives, just with so much stuff. Um, and um, that brings me to my next subject, which is um, kind of what we're going to talk about today, which is called finding yourself. And that is such a, uh, a vague statement to make. Um, but I, quickly, I want to kind of talk about why i kind of wanted to uh you know talk to jose about this particular subject so i realized that um in our generation or as young people or just in people in general even kids at this point they're they're kind of having the question of like who am i type situation or like um or like people you know telling other people like find yourself you know like you know make sure you're finding yourself like who are you and and um i think that's even something that as humans internally and mentally we kind of think about at one point in our lives or many or or maybe at some point in our lives or like multiple times 
Um, and I, I, I personally know that I've had that thought in my mind at least once a week. So if I'm alone on that, then that's cool. But if, if anybody out there is relating to me, then praise God. Uh, but I, for sure, at least once a week, I'm like, who am I? You know, I'm like dying. Um, and, and I think it's just important to talk about that specific phrase, like finding yourself. Um, and, and, and I kind of want to break it down a little bit. So first, um, I, I truly kind of want to break it down from my perspective. And, uh, for me, finding yourself personally means like evolving and, and, Cause to be honest, I don't think we're ever gonna find ourselves, you know. Um, I think it's right. I think it's just like an expression, um, but which we'll get. I guess I guess we'll get into that. But because yeah, yeah. I feel like we're constantly changing day to day, like everybody in this world changes. Um, you know, different situations happen in the world every single day, and we become different type of people all the time. And that's totally okay. That's fine. And I, I and I think that's how God designed us to be to con to to like continuously evolve to grow to learn to go to next levels um you know in our in our personal life and like spiritually just to it's always going to be a process and and i think in my opinion finding yourself is is just um some type of statement that can either hurt you or or it can encourage you um and and to me to me, what, sat- what 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 satisfies me or what or what I find comfort in is who I am right now and then kind of having that motivation to grow from there. And um, I think that if God wanted something different for right now, it would be evident. <laughs> like, you know, no matter if the place is good or bad, I think that it is obvious where God wants you to be at that specific time. Um, obviously we like we can't tell the future we don't know but we can always work on ourselves to to better ourselves and to become who we're supposed to become for that specific time so if if that makes any sense does that make sense yes it makes absolutely okay perfect okay okay good so i say all that because i i kind of wanted to set it up for you and so the reason why i have jose on here is because i know that um, he has gone through a lot of things and I know that who he is today and I, and I know he's evolving every single day. Um, he takes it day by day, just like me. That's like my, that's like my motto. If you know yeah, me, you know that I say, just take it day by day. Huh? I said, that's definitely huh? our mantra. Yeah, that, that's definitely like, I should put that on a hat or like, you know, like on a dad hat or something, <laughs> take it day by day. And if you're out there listening, I encourage you really quick to take it day by day. Don't stress out. Um, things happen and sometimes we're not in control of it and we just have to kind of deal with it and then move forward and move on so but going back with that said i i i I asked jose to be on here because i know last year was um a bit difficult and he he gone through just a different type of process where god spoke to him and he learned and he's growing from it and and i truly believe that at, at in that specific season i'm sure that he was questioning like who who he was and 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 what finding you know who jose was to him like in his mind i'm sure that was popping up as these situations were happening and as he was mentally just growing and struggling if we could be straightforward you know um and and yeah so i i brought him on here because i want to know jose so i want to know your perspective on what finding yourself means to you like I said, I just want to thank you for inviting me on here. It's honestly a privilege, and I'm really honored that you chose me out of all people. Um, me. Okay, first <laughs> of all, I just know like six people, but uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. That's true. That's really sad. But anyway, um, okay. <laughs> um, like I said, finding yourself is super subjective, and um, and like you said before, you are one of my close friends, and there is some really really major stuff that i went through last year that helped me find myself like helped me ground myself um and essentially just say like this is who i am and it's okay to be the way i am and in order for you 
I believe in order for you to really find yourself, the first step is you have to acknowledge that um, sometimes you're not the best version of yourself that you can be. Right. Um, for example, uh, about last year, around this time, um, as I was just sharing, uh, I was having like anxiety attacks and panic attacks, and I had never gotten an anxiety attack or a panic attack in my life. And um, at that time, I was 22 years old. I had just turned 22, and yeah. um, I was really questioning everything around me, not just myself but the relationships that i had um my family my friends literally everything and um i kind of just took a step back and i was like who am i and what am i doing here and that can be either very chaotic or very like self-help yeah um it could be chaotic to the point where you're just um berating yourself and kind of just talking down on yourself and that's not finding yourself that's just you falling into a negative spiral Mm. Um, finding yourself is learning how to say no um, learning how to surround yourself with people who uplift you learning how to take positive habits into your life and truly just being productive at the end of the day um, because procrastination is not going to help find who you are and I know a lot of us procrastinate and I'm not saying that it's bad or that um, this is going to lead you to you know some sort of like uh, I don't know like cloud of negativity or something but again well, you're, you're saying like procrastinating mentally as, as, as far as when you're in a space yeah. like that, because obviously even for homework and like for stuff like that, I mean, everybody on this world procrastinates on homework, yes, 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 you know, yes, yes. I agree, I yeah. agree, but uh-huh. um, overthinking, overthinking, right, that's what right. Say. overthinking, overthinking is your worst enemy because you really start to question yourself. You start to question. I started questioning my beliefs my family life my my relationships like i said and i i really just took a step back and one i had to realize that there was a problem there i think in order to find yourself you have to realize your flaws you have to know that you're not perfect at all and you have to accept that because for the longest time i thought or I believed that everything within me was was fine. I truly did, and it wasn't. It wasn't for many, many years. And you kind of just keep pushing those problems back and back and back and back until you sort of just explode one day. And you don't realize that as you're pushing those problems back and back and, and you're avoiding them, you're not growing and you're, you're really, What's the word I'm looking for? You're really being, you're really being, you're deteriorating your like true self in in a way. Mm. You're really holding back who you truly are. And you're really, you're not going to find yourself like that. There is no way you're going to find yourself like that. If you keep a bunch of just hidden lies within your past, Mm. as in, um, those hidden lies being because i'm going to be very transparent with you because you've you've given me that platform to do so and i told you at the very beginning that i was really scared because um yeah it's just like i'm putting myself out here and uh it's just really scary to be vulnerable but i know in my heart that it's the right thing to do and um you know they say if it doesn't scare you you know it's not big enough your dreams aren't big enough so yeah yeah I was depressed for the majority of my um, high school like era, that period, that time, um, and I was really anxious. I didn't know I was anxious till I um, essentially got some help, and that's what they told me. Like I didn't know what this type of rushy feeling that I felt in my heart every time I was. Yeah surrounded by people surrounded by a lot of people 
um, especially when it was during convention. I remember um, my heart was racing so fast because there was just so many people around me. I, I was dizzy and I didn't understand what was going on. I thought that happened to everybody. I thought that was normal. But yeah. then um, I was told that Jose, like, essentially, you there is it's not that there's something wrong with me, but I could be better. Mm. And that's how I like to think of it. I could be better because for the longest time I felt when I was diagnosed with like depression and anxiety um, and a panic disorder, I, I begin berating myself. I was belittling myself for anything I ever did. I found myself thinking like, I'm not capable of doing anything. Mm. I would go to work, have interactions. I would have panic attacks right in front of the customers. Mind you, I would try to control it so they wouldn't know what was going on. And that's what's going on in my head. In my head, I'm like, Jose, you have to control this. Mind you, I'm yeah. working at my job doing these functions that you have, you have to use your brain, obviously. So it was just like, it was an overload in my head. And and that's stressful no when you have to basically hide that it was yeah it was very stressful it, i was and I, i forgot to touch on that subject i was hiding it from everybody um you didn't even know yeah. my parents didn't know mm -hmm. nobody knew i was keeping all this stuff to myself and in a way i didn't know how to reach out i didn't know how to i didn't know how to bring this conversation up and i didn't at that time i wasn't ready to bring it up to anybody because right. I didn't know what they were going to think of me. I didn't want them to think of me as a weak person. Um, but that was something that was truly wrong of me to think, um, to belittle myself like that, to think less of. I really thought less of myself because I was going through those experiences and people around me weren't going through them, to my knowledge. Later on, when I opened up um, to my pastor, actually, about all of this, it was kind of just like I let the floodgates like open and it was just truly an overload. I just shared yeah. everything and I was shaking. Um, we were at a public place, at a coffee shop, and I was shaking, like my body was literally shaking. I don't know if it was because I was anxious or just because I was just, I had never been so honest and so raw to somebody before like right. that about yeah. the things that were going on inside my head and um, how I was really confused about myself, about my beliefs. I questioned if God, if God really exists and mm -hmm. if why was he letting this happen to me? Why was I created the way that I was? if it was detrimental and not beneficial. Why, 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 why? Everything was a why. Um, it got to the point where I just, I strayed really far and that made things really worse. Um, yeah. Because in a sense, I was trying to create this new person that I didn't even know. Uh, everything was so foreign and I truly lost myself um, and I feel like mentally I was already lost but spiritually I was firm but then there came to a point where spiritually I was I was shaken um, right and so would you say that um, and sorry for interrupting but would you say that like that like sometimes in the quote-unquote process of finding yourself you end up losing yourself for a bit Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely believe that. And it's biblical. Um, it's truly biblical because in a way, and it sounds very arrogant of me to say, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying it because I know I'm not like this anymore. I believe yeah. sometimes we, just, we truly think we have all the answers and we're just like, no. Yeah, I yeah. Don't. Oh, of course. And at that point, I was like, I don't have this. I don't have any control over anything that's going on, which was really scary. That's, that's the, I think that's the scariest part about being like 
anxious and having like panic attacks it's just like you're not in control you're literally not in control of what your body is doing or at least it doesn't feel like it um right and truly like it had to be a god moment because i would have nocturnal panic attacks which were panic attacks but in your sleep so i would wake up and i wasn't able to sleep um because it felt like i was going to die like having a panic attack essentially feels like you're having a heart attack because your heart right. races really, really 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 fast and um i just wanted to give a little background information for people who don't know and um i remember telling my parents like just reaching out cuz i had finally cracked after i had spoken to my pastor hey like i'm not okay um i i can't sleep anymore i was mentally and physically exhausted like i was at my mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember my dad telling me like have you said like your texto or like your prayer um because yeah. ever we were little kids they were like they always taught us the in pasmo que se dice así mismo dormiré porque solo tú que vas a hacer vivir confiado yeah 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 and i got so i low key i low key say that to this day in my mind even though I, like i might not say it out loud but i'm like en pasmo que se dice like in my mind really quick <laughs> no i i literally i I have to say it every single night before I go to bed and this is crazy cuz this is the god moment that I'm talking about. Yeah. I got so mad when my dad told me that. Like I'm just like why would he tell me just like to just pray and say this like prayer, you know? Yeah. But I wasn't saying my prayers every time I I used to go to bed, which is something I had done for the longest time. And it's so crazy because my dad was just like just keep repeating it, just keep repeating it and keep repeating it until you just fall asleep. And so mind you I'm I'm like I at this point um I I haven't reached out to get help yet um like professional help so yeah. I'm just like I have nothing to lose and that that's a very like toxic mindset but I did what my dad said and I went to bed that night and I just I prayed over and over and over again till I fell asleep kind of like counting sheep or something like that. But yeah. It was a prayer. Mind you, I say that I say it till this day every single night. And I I know it's not a coincidence like it can't be a coincidence that I fall asleep every single night and say this prayer and I don't have my the panic attacks. I haven't had one in probably 8 7 months. which is amazing by the way it's amazing it it really is like it, it truly is because at that time i felt like i had no way out i yeah. truly believe that that's how i was going to live the rest of my life i said this is it um but it's crazy how god says no like it's not and funny how this is this is the funny part and i'm not saying like i I don't care if people don't believe me because I know my story, I know my life. Right, right. Funny how I don't say it. My like say my prayer and I'm not even joking to you. I will have like the worst nightmare and I will wake up like I can't go to sleep. I have to say my prayer before I yeah. go to sleep in order to sleep in peace. And it's crazy because the prayer talks about sleeping in peace, like laying yourself down to sleep in peace. In peace, correct, um, correct. And every single night that i lay down i say my prayer close my eyes and i'm fine i'm i'm literally fine i'm okay and um, that's one thing that really helped me uh, and that's just scripture coming to life it's mm-hmm. scripture coming to life i don't know how how else to explain it i know that through my process I didn't want I thought I gave up on prayer. I gave up on reading my Bible because like I said I was truly lo- I was just like how is this happening to me? Like what did I do for this to happen to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the story of Job just really speaks to me because at times I I I truly did feel like I failed God. Uh-huh. And that I failed myself. But 
Jesus is just so merciful. And I know that yeah. through this whole process, like I know that he died for me because of this. Um, because of the mistakes that I've made throughout my life. Um, because of the pains that I'm going through. Um, because they truly were pains. And, and like, um, it was like a pain of growing. Like, And that whole process went on. And it took a long time to recover. And um, through that whole time, I, like I said, I lost myself. But through the recovery period is where I started to find myself again. I was like, this is who I am. This is what I'm holding on to. This is what I'm not. So, so you started to declare things over your life. I truly started to declare things. I started to not only declare things, but change things mm. literally in my life. I started cutting off certain friendships that were not good for me, were not mentally good for me. I, um, I started hanging out by myself, enjoying my, my own company. I think a lot of people fear being by themselves, being um, loving to themselves, hanging out by themselves, traveling by themselves. And I think it's just so therapeutic to actually do that once in a while. Oh, 100%. You truly, you get to know who you are. Um, And I wouldn't trade that for the world. I started to change little habits little bad habits I had um, there used to be times where I used to just lock myself in my room and sit on my bed all day and I physically felt like I couldn't get up to even brush my teeth to even take a shower uh, it was really really bad so I started not being in my room as much I wouldn't take my laptop in my room I wouldn't eat in my room um, I've recently been seeing these like uh these like TikTok, TikToks, and um, it was like, you know, you're depressed when you have like five plates in your room, three cups, like week old. Yeah, yeah. And you have to take that walk of shame to your kitchen and wash all of them. That was me. But then there's some people who are just, just not. Um, they're not very clean. But anyway, that's that's something else. Um, but yeah, I saw that and that truly reminded me of me because that was, that was me. I would, I would do that because I, I would just indulge and just kind of just sit in my own misery, like make myself like a pity party. Um, and it's not till I truly wanted to change within myself and getting professional help, um, and just reaching out to my community, to my family, to, to my church family because I don't think I would have done it. Um, I don't think I could have done it without them. You know what I do love though? Again, sorry, I'm interrupting, but I think the the, the one thing about this that I love is that, um, that you got professional help, but also you relied on God too, because, because I know that like, and I'm being from, from like my world, like, like, if I told my parents that I was going to get therapy, they're going to be like, Oh my God. Like, you know, you know, you need to, it's it, like, it would just be this It's like, it's like a taboo conversation. Oh my God. Like they're going to go see a therapist. Like, Oh my God. Like he's going crazy. Like, and I, and I believe that that's something that's like, like a generational thing that they think that like, you're going to go to like a psychiatric facility, like because you're going crazy, but in reality, you just kind of need that space that that opportunity to, to talk and for someone to listen and that doesn't mean that you're you're not praying or you're not reading your word it's just another outlet for you to to express yourself and to get help and i truly truly believe that there's nothing wrong with that if anything i encourage that like so when you like like when you told me like you know what just says like i'm gonna go like or i have my therapy and like honestly like in my heart i would feel so good and i'm like you know i love that because He's not only re- like, you know, he's relying on the word and, you know, his parents are praying for him and, you know, he's he's going to church, but also he's taking the extra step to to talk to somebody and to 
and to kind of release all that stuff. And to me, if you're out there and if you're kind of dealing through something and you're hesitant to, you know, to reach out to a professional help, do it, do it. It might be that one step that you need to just like let everything go and and god god is god and he can do anything and everything but also there's people like that that god allows um to minister to you as well you know and so i just kind of wanted to chime in that that's one thing that i did love that 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 you took initiative and got professional help and 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 you allowed that to be part of the process. You allowed that to be part of the quote unquote, finding yourself journey, you know, but I just yeah. kind of wanted to chime in. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was kind of hesitant to say that um, because I was just, I don't know if I should say it, but um, I'm glad you did because I, <laughs> I really wanted to talk on that subject. I wanted to touch matters on that subject. Um, I did get professional help. And when I say that, like I did go to a therapist and like you said, like, I was, like, I was honestly, I was so scared to tell my parents because I didn't know how they were going to take it. Yeah, yeah. Saying that, um, you know, it is a taboo. It's very tabooish of someone getting, like, mental health help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really common especially in the um, Latino community. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I feel like we are some of the most, like people who need it. We are one of the most people who need it most. I truly believe. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, and this is not me calling my dad out. I love my dad 100%. But I remember my dad calling me, hey, like you shouldn't be so lazy. You shouldn't be so this. It was ignorant. It was ignorant of him to say because he truly didn't know what was going on. One, because yeah, I didn't yeah. want him to know what was going on. Two, I was not being lazy. I, like I said before, I physically felt like I couldn't. I wasn't capable of doing anything. You're a weak. You're a weak life. Yes. And yeah. um, I wanted to say to anybody out there right right now who has parents who are very um, uh, sort of. I, I'm I'm trying to find a word that's not offensive because th- this this is not to offend anybody, but very traditional, you could say. Perfect. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I went to a, a faith-based therapy um, organization. They're very very cool, and uh, you get to choose whether you want to infiltrate um, Jesus into it, and I chose to have that. Um, so if you are hesitant or or think your parents might say no try to come up with like a different perspective try to tell them hey like there is faith-based there's faith-based organizations out there that do therapy um and i think people just need to be informed about that because i don't think a lot of people know that i don't think a lot of people know that there is faith-based organizations helping um other people and it was truly such an amazing experience because like you said, it was just, I was praying for it. Um, my family was praying for it, but also it, we have to have an initiative. We have to take a step um, yeah. towards a recovery, towards finding ourselves. It's it's like um, it's like someone once told me, you go to the gym to to better your body, to be in good physical shape that's the same thing with therapy essentially it's just to build a stronger mind um, yeah yeah it's not that there's anything wrong with you and, I just and you know what you... though okay continue continue go ahead go ahead, go ahead. no 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 you, you go you go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um i i think that once that you kind of broke that specifically like about the whole therapy thing and telling your parents and 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 and, and i think and i'm going off of what you've told me obviously right and you can correct me, but I think once you kind of broke that like wall and they saw that you were taking initiative, I I, I felt like even for them, it was a learning experience. Okay, it, cool. I have a son who is kind of going through something. So, and he's speak uh, and he's seeking professional help. How am I going to support him? And how, like, you know, what? I'm just going to love him even more. And I feel like, you, you know, your parents was, was learning as well, just as much as you were. Yes, I 100% agree. I'm glad you brought that up because parents have a lot to do with shaping who we are and finding who we are. Um, 
I, when I was at my breaking point, when I would have these random panic attacks and I reached out to my family and my family started noticing that I would have this terrified look on my face or I would tell my mom, I can't catch my breath. Um, I would break out crying for long periods of time. And um, I remember one night that um, I was having a panic attack and I just started to cry really bad because it just, it was, it's scary. It's frightening. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was 12 o'clock at night. It was, it was midnight. Mind you, I have, I have class the next day at like eight in the morning. Um, And my mom took me out. Um, She took me out to Yorktown Beach, which is this local beach that we have around my city where I live. And she just walked with me and she let me cry throughout the car ride as loud as I wanted to. I wasn't being dramatic or anything, (laughs) but I was crying really heavily. And I never saw a look of judgment on my mom's face. And even when we got out of the car, I was wiping my tears away because I was just really self-conscious about people looking at me. I was just like, mom, I don't want people to look at me. She was like, it's okay. She was like, it's it's midnight, it's dark. You know, who's gonna be out here? And I got out of the car and we walked and she talked to me about how my day was going and she just tried to distract my mind from what was going on in my head. Yeah. And I hold that moment so dear to my heart because both of my parents, um, and she took me to Waffle House afterwards. But anyway, <laughs> all right, it was bomb. But um, so basically, she understood what was happening, and she let you have the moment. And then she was there, and even after she was there. And I think that's what a parent does: is stay yes, there yes, and love yes, you. Yes, but no, she didn't. She didn't understand Josiah. She did not understand a single thing that was going on with me, and neither did my dad. They didn't understand a thing, but they were still supportive because they knew that I was going through something and they knew that there right. was going to be a breakthrough. And that's what I admire about them. And that's what, um, if even a parent is listening to this, I encourage you, you might not understand what the, like the process of your child, but just because you don't understand, don't push your child further away from you. Don't, don't, um, judge them. Don't give them yeah, dirty listen looks. listen to them. Don't, yeah. Don't give them, uh, very, judgmental comments because all that's going to do is stray them further away and they're going to want to hide everything that they've even been cuddling up yes even more yeah. and that's one thing to this day that I thank my parents for I, I thank them for allowing me to express myself and not tell me that I'm wrong or that no you can't be that way because we're we're apostolic or we're Christian like you can't how can you be depressed how can you be anxious rather than them like okay what's wrong like what's the problem how can I help right. you um, those are the like questions that a parent should be asking the child not well what did you do to cause this or what you know what I mean stop pulling yeah, your finger yeah. and open your arms that's what Jesus would do that's yeah that, that was mine I, I i i yeah i think when i said that they understood because because now i'm like i'm just thinking about it i think i meant it from they understood from a parent perspective that your mom understood that to to help you she might not understand what's going on in your mind but she understood about like her being a mom oh completely completely you get me i like like i think that she understood (laughs) that okay this is my kid like this is my son like i birthed him yes so i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna let him cry and i'm gonna ask him questions and i'm gonna try my best even though i don't understand but you know what and you said it correctly jesus first of all jesus is like the jesus is like that anybody can come to church he sees us how how we are and he still loves us and so and so like if if our parents could do that uh, you know and 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 you know what i don't have kids and you don't have kids so i like i don't know how i would feel to see my kid going through something like that and i know it's probably you know i'm sure that your parents had their own you know stuff going you know behind closed doors as far as like kind of their experience but i know that it would be so difficult to see my kid you know go through something difficult and tough and you know you can't really do nothing except be there and listen and just love them and 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 i know your parents i know your mom and your dad they're super cool so if they're listening shout out to them 
Um, ¿Cómo están? Um, and I know your family pretty well. They're amazing people. And um, one thing, you know, you have, you're blessed to have your mom and your dad. And, and just quickly, I know some people might not have, you know, their mom and their dad together, or you might have your mom, you might have your dad separately or whatever your case may be. There's always going to be somebody though. There's always going to be somebody that God sends that will, that will help you and that will love you no matter what. And, and, and so if you know who those people are, cling on to them, annoy them, bug them, because that's why they're there. Um, and, and you know if 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 we're going to be straightforward like from from my po perspective from your story like i didn't come in till like later i didn't know any of this you know if 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 i mean if we could talk about it like i didn't really know what was happening until after you know he did you know you did tell me like hey just I was like you know there's stuff i have to tell you but like later whatever and i i think i understood tell me like, all right cool you know and i always kind of checked up on you and I tried my best to, you know, if you did call me or something. Huh? I, always, I said I was always very vague, though. Very, um... Yeah, very vague. And and I hope I didn't, like, force you to tell me anything because I, I know one time it just kind of all came out. <laughs> and and as a friend... First of all, I live in California. He lives in Virginia. So it's not like I could just go next door and give him a big old hug. But <laughs> I think when when it came you know when he and, and it wasn't a random conversation and it, it, it was just like to say what's up to one another and then all of a sudden it was like boom and it was just god allowed the time to kind of just like happen and i and i told him after like i i had a little moment i was i was kind of i was not kind of i was crying and i was like like as a friend i felt like i, I was like i didn't do anything you know but then i realized that like through your experience like it, it's just It's just you you weren't in the mental um, capacity to just call me and tell me everything, which I have to understand, you know, and one, I don't understand like like literally how you felt. But I but I honor your process and I honor how you had to deal with it. And I and after, you know, I, 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 I think I texted you saying, like, honestly, I don't know what to tell you. I just want to tell you, like, like I love you. And I'm praying yeah. for you and I'm going to be there for you. And I don't, and I would love to talk to you right now, but I'm crying and I don't want you to hear me cry. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just, it was just, you know, but, um, and, and that's the reason why I wanted to bring you on here because I know that, um, it's been a year, almost a year now, or it's just, you know, you're growing, you're growing every single day and you're, you know, you're, you're evolving and, and the whole finding yourself thing. I, and I know that when I first approached you with it, you were like, you were like, Okay, you know, and then some time passed by, and I and I think that um, right now when we're recording this, I think it was a perfect timing, and I think it was God's yeah. timing to kind of just speak about it. And randomly today, I saw on Instagram he posted, you know, like a little bit of his story, and I was like, that is so funny. We're like gonna talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 I do want to ask you one thing, kind of to close. I want to mm -hmm. ask you what um so we heard kind of your whole journey process to like kind of how it went bad and then kind of how you started to recover where are you right now like uh where where are you in in that whole finding yourself realm um it's not a hard question uh, but it is at the same time yeah <laughs> i'm solid As of right now, I'm more happy than I've ever been. Um, I'm comfortable with myself. I love myself. Uh, I've set a lot of goals. And I still believe that I haven't found myself completely. And there's parts of me who... There's parts of me that feel that I never will. Kind of like you said in the beginning just because there's so much more room to grow. Um, and, and I truly believe that as the years go by, I'll just keep on, you know, just like watering my plant and it's going to keep on growing and growing and growing even bigger than it was last year and the year before that. Yeah. Um, no matter how hard the storms may be, because it seems like, Each storm keeps on getting even harder than the last one. 
but those experiences have made me grown into a much more mature and powerful person and just truly believing in myself and I feel like finding yourself means losing yourself in a way mm. um, and I feel like if you haven't lost yourself I don't think you I don't think you can find yourself I, I can confidently say that you have not found yourself yeah yeah no that's good that's good yeah and um I well, want to say one more thing before yeah we... go ahead go ahead um I want to say that like all the friends that have reached out to all other friends who have gone some like to through something similar like this if anybody's listening um Josiah is one of my absolutely best friends and I love him to death and um I want to share this Josiah's I don't know if you're gonna keep it in but um Josiah's felt kind of guilty um after I told him everything, after I kind of laid yeah. everything on him, um, he felt like that he wasn't a good friend. He felt like he wasn't there for me, that um, there was a lack of trust. Um, but in my head, I didn't want to be a baggage to somebody else. Uh, but the fact that there was that trust in there, um, it kind of hurt you. Um, yeah. And I just want to say that to the people listening because I know Josias knows that it was never my intention and I know that it was never your intention to feel that way either um yeah but it's just a process and I'm really glad that I reached out to one of my absolute best friends in the world and that he truly understood and also tried to comprehend what was going on instead of just pointing fingers and telling me that I'm a bad friend for not telling him any of this stuff but just kind of receiving me with open arms but yeah that's all i wanted to say (laughs) it's because no no but you're right it's because it's 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 honestly a learning experience for everybody who was around you to be honest and like you know everybody who that who you trusted and like um who who like you know like your close circle your family your friends and um it was like for me i was learning i was like oh my gosh like like i didn't reach out enough i didn't like maybe I should go to Virginia for a month. Like I, I literally don't even know what what I could have done, you know. But then I, I was praying about it and I I truly just felt that like kind of accepting like knowing that God has your back and God, you know, has everything under control with you. I think that made me be like, you know what? My job as his friend, as his best friend, is just to be there, to answer his phone calls if something's wrong, to to try my best to 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 be there and just to for him to know in his heart that I'm here. And if that's my job, then I'm going to try to do that. Even though for a moment I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I was hurt and I was, um, I did feel guilt, but I think through just accepting the fact that you were going through something and knowing that, and, but also knowing that God has under control, I was like, okay, cool. Like he's not alone. He's not alone. He has God and, and what better other person in the world to have than God, you know? And so, and so from my perspective, it was just, it was, it was a bit difficult and it took a couple of days to kind of sink in and, and just, yeah. you know, but, 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 you know, fast forward to, to today where we can have this, this conversation and, and I know in the future we'll have more and hopefully maybe we can do like, you know, in a couple of months, maybe we could do another one, like a part two of this with you. And then, you yeah, know, just to kind of see, that's truly so yeah. To pour into so so much change every single day and so just to wrap it up i i, I kind of wrote something down um and i put uh well while jose was talking i put starting well i kind of i'll kind of paraphrase it because it's kind of all over the place because i have it on my post-it but to end it i truly believe now you know after speaking to you and just kind of even like kind of in my mind and kind of going through the stuff that I went through and just you know going back to those tiny little spots in my life where I did think like who am I type thing I now I believe that the more you know who you are as far as like your characteristics your your flaws your 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 pros and your cons the more you are aware of that the easier it is to move forward if that makes sense like the more the more you accept that okay cool i'm in a really bad place cool i'm gonna accept it and i'll move forward and i and i know it's harder said than done um and and everybody's journey and life and situations are completely different but i feel like somewhat if you are able to 
accept it and know that God has it all under control and that your will is already planned and your will is is like you know like and and the lord has so many things planned for you um and if you kind of accept the fact um you know certain things your flaws and and all that stuff i think that is first of all that is what makes you you and i know like for jose like all these all these situations that he's gone through in his lifetime i know that they're not just for fun you know they're they're for either either for for you know future stuff for his kids and just 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 so he just so he could be aware or for somebody listening even right now um and so uh you know just to end it you know if you're out there and you you might be going through something similar or you want to reach out you know talk to your parents talk to your pastor reach reach out to professional help talk to your best friends open up um try your best to and um and 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 know that god um has a plan for you and that he will never leave you um so if you feel lonely um you know i can only say that god is with you right now right there and and um i i hope and pray that this conversation you know has helped somebody um and 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 you guys could take this to to your own personal lives and just kind of do what you need to do with that but again, I just want to thank you, Jose, for coming on here and, you know, being vulnerable and being honest with me and for us to have this conversation. Um, and hopefully we can do part two. Yeah. Yeah. Part two yeah, soon. I'm down. <laughs> like every two month recap. Because <laughs> oh honestly, you're right. We change it every single day. Like we either, you know, we're growing somehow, some way. Yo, Either, you know, in weight. Huh? I said that's so true because whenever we talk on the phone, we're on the phone for like three hours, two hours, always talking about like the things that are going around us, the things that we're going through. It's just, it's just a constant change. Yeah, but, but honestly, I think that's beautiful. That's life to me. That's life, and I just think that you just have more stories to say, and and not not just stories, but testimonies. You know. And you yeah. could just testify that you got out of that. And so, yeah. but again, guys, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jose, for being on here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. See you guys.